Coming up in this episode, we're going to talk about you meet the nicest people on a Honda. And of course, Honda changed the motorcycle riding world forever back in the 50s and 60s. So we're going to talk about how Honda changed the world. Also, we're not really going to have a featured ride, but just general chit-chat about riding in the Ozarks. And we've got a special guest today. So stick around. Welcome to Random Thoughts from the Road on the Ozark Rides Digital Network. Conversations about motorcycles, one of the best places to ride in America, the Ozark Mountains of Missouri and Arkansas, and of course, any random thoughts that pop into our head. And now, here's your host from OzarkRides.com, Craig Allen and Randy Lewis. You know, there are a lot of great places to cruise around the Ozarks, whether it's a two-lane back road or a four-lane highway. I strongly suggest you put Brad Bradshaw's number in your phone, 417-333-3333. A lot of people out there this summer, and some may not be watching out for you, and they're probably not. But Brad's a physician, surgeon, and a lawyer, so he can help you with all aspects of your situation. After the show, check him out online at bradbradshaw.com. Remember, save his number, 417-333-3333. Just got one number to remember, three. You know, sometimes even the best-maintained bikes need a little mechanical maintenance. So if you want a first-rate service, then go by Heartland Honda in Springdale, the first Level 5 Honda powerhouse dealer in Arkansas. The red-level technicians can keep you rolling this summer. And if it's time for a new ride, well, Heartland Honda's got you covered with huge selection of Honda motorcycles, ATVs, and side-by-sides with excellent financing options. So give them a call at 479-751-7022 or find them online at heartlandhonda.com. Heartland Honda, work hard, play hard. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode of Random Thoughts from the Road. And we've got a special guest in the studio today because Randy is out sick. At least that's what he's claiming. He may be out riding his bike. I don't know, but he'll be back next time. But with me is kind of a a stand-in for Randy, and his name is Tim Gillum, and he actually works with Randy in Bike Works in Urbana, Missouri. Uh, Are you the step-it-and-fetch-it guy? I am the step-it-and-fetch-it guy, yes. That's exactly right. Right. So you've been around in this Ozarks for quite a while. We want to talk about, you know, just general riding in the area because we get a lot of people at Ozark Rides contacting us that, for the most part, are from out of state, and they want to come down here for a ride or for vacation or for one of the festivals that we have. But uh, I don't know about you, but I have ridden all over the country many times, and this is one of the best places to ride in the whole world. I mean, I believe it is the best place to ride, actually. It's scenic. It's beautiful. Bugs at night suck, but it's good riding. Well, you know, you bring a little uh, Tabasco sauce. and Right. Yeah, and everything's good. <laughs> Ward them off, right. So where do you like to ride? What is your favorite place? Let folks trying to get to know you. Gosh. Not that they give a damn. But. Right, I know they don't, right? Uh, I don't know what my favorite place is. There's so many. The other day you had mentioned that you had went into Arkansas. And I, I think you went maybe Gainesville, Clarksdale, somewhere in that area. Uh, Clarksville, yeah. Clarksville, that's Went it. Went down there and yeah. spent the night and came back yes, up. Yes, that's... Great Mexican food, uh, just a plug. E- everything's good down there. 
you know, as a rider, you can't really pay attention to all the scenery like maybe your passenger can as a driver, I mean. But there's just so much pretty to see, you know. That's just it. It doesn't matter how many times, you know, if you've ridden the pig trail, for one, because everybody knows about that one. Not particularly my favorite ride, but it's a pretty ride. But you can ride that 10 times and it get a different experience every time. Every time. Especially if you ride it backwards, going the opposite exactly. direction. We went on a small ride, Mama and I, the other night, and it just so happened that we hit fresh tarred road, and it was not the best experience. I but hate that. It was a it was a good ride, otherwise, you know, otherwise. But now, but if you're looking to come to the area to ride, you can't go wrong. There's a lot of great roads, particularly down in southern Missouri and northern Arkansas. Very you know. much so, and, and very friendly people. If you stop or you need something about anywhere you go, somebody's going to help you out because they're part of the bike community or they know uh yeah. lakes man there's lakes we're surrounded by them and there's all kinds of activities on all of them you know but the best part is truly the ride exactly well the reason we called you in today is because randy's sick that's what he's claiming but uh and he met he might be i don't know he's not- i i don't know yeah <laughs> i don't know he kind of hey. threw me on the table man yeah i put you on the spit right. let's turn that thing right. so one of the things i wanted to talk about today was how honda changed the world now i i've owned many a honda in my time i don't currently own one but you're an old codger like me so you probably remember back in the 60s there was a stereotype of motorcycle riders that if you rode a motorcycle, you were an outlaw. Pretty much, yeah. 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 And then here comes Honda back in 59, and they put out this Super Cub, a little 50cc step through. Not unlike the bike I first learned to ride on, which was one of their Trail 90s. That was also a step through. But it would go. Brings back childhood memories, right? Man, that bike would go anywhere. Anywhere. Yep. anywhere. And it was built for the purpose of uh, farmers down in South America to be able to traverse that rugged terrain down there. See, I didn't know that. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and they've just now come back out with it. You can buy a brand new one now because they were so popular. But uh, back in 59, I think it was, Honda opened their first motorcycle company in Los Angeles. And they only had a staff of eight. And what they did was they produced the Dream. I don't know if you remember those. Yeah, they're the little they're, two cycle. They're sought after these days. Yeah, I said two-cycle. I meant a four-cycle, Four. like a, mm-hmm. a twin. And uh, the, I think there was like a 305 Dream. I believe so. But uh, those were cool. They had the Bentley and the Super Cub, or a lot of people in the U.S. called it the Honda 50, the little step-through we were just talking about. Very popular. Uh, they, they still make them, believe it or not. I know, that's crazy. I mean, they're bringing back a lot of retro bikes. Old school is cool school to me. I mean... You know, and with today's technology, that bike could really be something. I mean, it was back then and still is. Yeah, but back in the day, you can buy a brand new uh, Super Cub 50. It was like 250 bucks. But to be fair, 250 bucks. That was a lot of money, but still pretty pretty affordable. Pretty affordable. And of course, back then, they were only looking to sell about a thousand units. I think they've exceeded that. Extremely exceeded that. So the thing that changed motorcycle riding permanently was the amazing marketing campaign that Honda had back then. You know, those of you that are older will remember you seen the TV commercials that says you'd meet the nicest people on a Honda and you'd see some young teenage couple on a little Super Cub 50 or something like that riding down the road, you know, in their straight leg pants and their chachis. Corduroys and tennis shoes. So from 59 to 62, they had actually increased to 
40,000 motorcycles they were selling annually and had over 750 dealers. Now that exceeded more than any of the competitors out there. 63, I think, as I understand it, they exceeded their goals to 200,000 units. But the thing that really changed in my mind forever was back in 1969, and they had the introduction of the Honda CB750. I bet I've had about four, maybe five of those bikes in my lifetime, and I still love them. They're a classic. I mean, if I had one now, I, I would still love to have one and turn it into a cafe style. See, I'm a chopper guy, so it's going to get that old school chopper feel. I have but... ridden a chopper, super long stretched 750 before, and it was cool. It had the old diamond tank on it. Nice. And the Springer front end. Was it a stock frame or was no, it a plunger? The only amens? stock thing in it was the engine itself. Nice. It had the old king and queen seat, the over-the-wrap handlebars with a long Springer front end, and the little shorty pipes. Perfect. Yeah. I like it. Very old school. I like it. But those 750s were reliable. Now, when they first started making those, they set those uh, engines were sand cast. Are you familiar with that? Not exactly. They are extremely sought after. They cast the engine casings in sand. They don't obviously do that anymore. Which is a real process, I mean. It is a real yeah. process. Wow. The difference is you can find an early model single overhead cam uh, that has been sand casted. And if it thing is in, we'll say, showroom condition, you're going to pay a hundred grand for it. But if you go to the next year or even that's that year that has a regular cast engine that wasn't sand casted, you can buy one for five, six thousand dollars. That's crazy. You mentioned single overhead cam. As a kid, everything was sock and dock. <laughs> sock and dock. I'm not sock. familiar with that term. Single overhead cam. Oh, okay. Dual okay. Overhead cam. Oh, okay. Sock gotcha. Sock and dock. Sock and dock. Right. Sounds suspiciously like well, something sounds, Randy would say. Sounds somewhat Japanese, sort of. Sounds even. something sexual. <laughs> or whatever, I don't know. man. He's not here, and I'm not trying to fill in like that for him. But Well, you get a couple of beers in the young uh, fellow, I know and how he it starts goes. going off. <laughs> the other thing that, that took Honda into the stratosphere was they got heavily involved into the race scene. You know, the Isle of Man, TT Racing, and speaking just for myself and my wife, we are big into the Isle of Man. I Dude, mean, is us, that not the craziest to watch? It is. I mean... I'm her, getting her biggest thinking dream, about it. Yeah. The woman's not right in the head. I'm going to just put that yeah. out there because she yeah. doesn't listen to these. She, in her so, defense, since she's not here. Yeah. She's not here. So I'm going to let, I'm going to let out some secrets. Her ideal vacation would either be a going to the Isle of Man, wow. which I got to kind of agree with, or B going over to Colorado. There's this guy that has a, I don't know how you'd put it. He has a big area where he has an assortment of heavy equipment. I mean, big, not just your regular around the farm backhoes, big stuff. Steroid equipment. Yeah, big bulldozers, big trucks like they were using in the mining industry. And for a fee, you can play with those all day long. You know, big rock piles and things like that. And she wants to get on that equipment and operate it and run this equipment. I don't know where she got this from. Well, she's a farm girl, but through and through. Well, you better make her dream happen, Craig, and get her out there. And I'll take her to the Isle of Man. There you go. Okay. Because to me, that I like the equipment too, but yeah. So, oh, she'll see a, a commercial on TV with a new backhoe or something. She'll start to drool and go, oh, can you imagine what I can do with that? <laughs> so, I don't know. You might not sleep well if no. you, you, could, you know, thinking no, about the big place yellow to bury caterpillar. Me, yeah. Right? Exactly. But uh-huh. We looked into going to the Isle of Man. Of course, they've been canceled for the last couple of years. Of course. But uh, 
it takes two or three years to be able to even go because they're booked up, you know, places to stay and things like that. Well, to see it on TV is one thing or well, We'd never miss it. No, but but to be there in person, I, I can probably imagine what the list would be because people really want to go and witness it, you know. But, wow, I didn't well, realize we, it was that long of a wait. What you don't see on TV anymore because everything is becoming so sanitized and so, I don't know, ladies don't get mad at me, but everything is becoming so girly down. You, they used to show the wrecks. Oh, now, right on. Gruesome. Oh, I, I don't want to see anybody hurt. No, I really don't. You don't. You don't. But, but I you would know. be lying if I didn't say it's interesting to watch them crash. And 99% of the time, they get up and walk away. It doesn't matter how forgetful or old we get and we forget things or have those senior moments. If you see that happen, you never forget that. If, I mean, you really don't. If you no. see that in person, you're never going to forget that. Exactly. Uh, There's just something about doing something like that. So Honda made their bones on those type of races, and they would test out the the bikes before they released them to the public. Case in point, the 750, you know, had one uh, Isle of Man TT race and several others. What a better way to sell your product than to perform like that. Before the 750 came out as for sale, uh, I think it won five national championships in the racing. So that's, that's crazy. a hell of a marketing. Yeah, year. boy. At a, at a pretty infinite age, you know, the company wasn't that old at that time. You and know, not really. a lot of people even heard of it. You know, right. it's just a Japanese right. bike. But listen, you know, we, we like people that ride motorcycles. I bust on Randy a lot because he rides a Harley. So do you. Yep. And there's nothing wrong with Harleys. You know, and you got friends. You like to bust their balls, and that's what we do. And he does the same because well, I ride a Victory. We, we do the same thing to you because you, you ride a wannabe I ride Harley. Wannabe. Yeah. yeah. Just, so it's, uh, no, it's not a wannabe Harley. It's all good. What I ride is a truly from the ground up American-made motorcycle. Custom. <clears throat> Very custom-made. Unlike Harley Davidson. Right, not right. not saying anything on... <laughs> <laughs> so moving right along. So so do you know the other motorcycle that changed the world for motorcycling in general that Honda put out? The Goldwing. It had to be. It had to be. The Goldwing. You know, I had one of those one time. It was the ugliest creation on earth. It had a white seat. But it ran well, didn't it? It had Sam Snite luggage instead of saddlebags. Oh. And it was so cool. I mean, it wasn't, but it was. You could operate a Zippo at 140 miles an hour and light a marble. That reminds me of the, the Moto Guzzi Le Mans. Ooh. And it had an option where it had Samsonite luggage for One saddlebags. One flick and they just come off and, and you're in the, the motel. Little, little uh, suitcase hand, handles on them. Right. Hard bags. Ugly as hell. But These boy, were they ugly, were cool. But they were cool. I want to say, I believe even the Witch on a Harley, it'd be a tour pack. But on this, I think it was a trunk. And I'm pretty sure that that was Samsonite luggage as well, too. I can't remember. but Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 74, the Goldwing came out uh, in, uh, it was introduced in Cologne. That's overseas for you folks. It's not in Missouri. So don't Cologne is that Cologne is in uh, Germany. Yes. The land of kraut and wieners. It, there you go, Randy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> now, now we're pushing Randy's button. <laughs> he does like his wieners. Right. He's stuck on the two hot dog buns and oh, that's so or two hot dogs and that's one so bun. That's funny. Uh, I, you, you know, you I've make, actually me, you never, make me laugh, Craig. Cause. I'm never. I'm going to explain this on on the show here that I've never. I don't think I've ever. Randy was uh, sitting there where you're sitting and talking about something on a podcast, and he said, "That's weird, man. That's two hot dogs and one bun. Weird." Now I'm an old man, and 
<laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to say this properly. There is I no did way. Not, I didn't know what that meant. I meant, and if you've ever seen me, I have not missed too many groceries. I thought that meant literally two, two Oscar hot, dogs, hot dogs in one bun. And I and said to him on, on the mic, I edited it out after finding out what it meant. I thought it meant two hot dogs in a bun. And uh, boy, you get double the meat. You can't hardly stop from laughing listening to me it's explain like, it. It's like going to the store when you're hungry. You shouldn't do it. No, you shouldn't do it. Well, I found out later, as I was editing the program, I thought to myself, when I heard Randy say it, I thought, now, just a minute. If he's saying this, there's got to be more than this. So I Googled it. And I'm not going to tell you what it means, so you Google it. And, of course, I edit that out because then I said, that son of a bitch. So the other day, I called Randy up and I said, you won't believe what I'm watching. He told me. (laughs) Swear to God, this is true. Oh, man. I was watching this program called Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Most people have probably heard of it. And they were at a restaurant whose specialty was serving two hot dogs and one bun. And I thought, damn. I I said, damn, this can't be happening. This can't be happening. (laughs) This just can't be happening to me. Well, the worst part is, is you call him. And it was in Texas. And he tells me, he's like, you know what, Craig's watching. Both of you are going to hell. You're both going to hell. Hey, I'm a a blessed man and I ask for forgiveness all the time, but you're on to something. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) Just saying. One of these days, I'm going to bring you guys down a snack. and I'm going to buy you some lunch. Buy you some lunch, and it's going to open up, and there's going to be but two of those hot dogs in that one bun. Oh, man. That's that's, (laughs) it's really funny. You know, Randy is very quick-witted. Yeah, he is. So if you step in a pile of poo, he's going to eat. It does make you. So uh, anyways, my eyes are watering. My dude. I'm going to wait a, a normal amount of time, and when I come in with lunch for you guys, you're going to just start laughing because you're going to know exactly what oh, it is. So funny, man. Oh, God damn <laughs> So anyways, if you think about it, Honda has really changed the, the motorcycle world forever. I mean, you know, there are other bikes, Kawasaki, Suzuki, you know, you can, the list goes on and on and on. But I think it would be fair to say anybody that was thinking about it objectively that Honda really broke that proverbial glass ceiling and made it to where, you know, John Q. Citizen felt comfortable getting out there and riding a bike. I I think that was truly a breaking point, if you will, yes. And to be honest with you, I mean, if I had the money, I'd buy a new Indian. I'm a Polaris guy. But listen, I wouldn't be ashamed to get on one of these new gold wings, the kind that they've come out now without all that luggage on it. Virtually, I like those. virtually trouble free. You well, they'll that's go just a it. lot of miles. You know, maintenance is everything, and so many people take advantage of having a motorcycle, whatever brand. If you don't take care of it, you're not going to get back what you put into it at all. Unless, of course, you're riding on and Harley. There's so and, much safe, and, I mean, you know, <laughs> dude. You uh, can take care of it, and still, yeah, I would like to get back what I got in it, but that's not going to happen. But the point is, <laughs> is Keep the tires in good quality shape. You know, don't ride like a dumbass, you know, with mama Change your on the oil, back. oil Change more that than oil. once every 10 years. Right. You know, grease bearings, there's, you know, tighten things. There's just so much to, not to pick on any particular brands in no, that's what of we're any here kind, for. but I, I think with those, uh, a Honda, let's say, or one of the other foreign motorcycles, you're probably not going to have those kind of issues just because. Well, it's just a fact. They are, right. mechanically speaking, they are superior qualities. Right. 
but I'm more of a tinkerer, so I'll stick with my brands specified. And that's and, good. And I'll the main turn thing tools. Randy and always say is just it doesn't matter what you ride. It just get out there. It and really ride. doesn't. Yeah. And anybody that poo-poo's you because you're riding bike X, Y, or Z, and it's not the bike they ride, well, to hell with them. I got no use for somebody like that. Exactly. So, anyways, that's pretty much it. We're kind of doing a little abbreviated show here. Hopefully, Randy will be back next time. You're always welcome to come back. Hey, thank you. Uh, if very you want, much. maybe we can get uh, three of you in here. Oh, I don't. I, I don't think that's a good idea. We know how that goes at the shop, so that's probably not a. Yeah. I mean, it, it could maybe. Be it will. It, I don't what know. you're saying is, it'll go bad. On <laughs> it could. Be, it's probably going to be bad for you, man. Yeah, it is. It, it's like pack mentality. But I, guess. I have the power of the edit. <laughs> that's why the two hot dogs and one bun whatever. Never made it. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. That's funny. <laughs> so, and if you uh, want to check out any of our other past episodes, you can go to Rand. Thoughts from the road.com. We have all the past episodes on there. You can learn a little bit about Randy and I, and uh, you can also sign up for our free giveaway. We do that every month. Give something away. We don't collect your information. We're just giving stuff away for free. If you have a problem with that, then just don't do it. Also, if you uh, think that it's worth your time, we wouldn't mind if you became a club member. You can check that on the website too. So until next time, be safe and keep writing.